This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on the program today, the executive director for the Sioux Falls Regional Airport, Dan Lentlier, joins the show to talk about changes during the pandemic and what's to come for the airport and holiday travel. All that and more coming up on Sunday Focus. Hey, Dan, good morning. Good morning. Well, first of all, Dan, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Now, obviously, things are a little bit different in the flying industry nowadays, so there's so much to cover. But first, let's talk about how everything has been doing since last year, since the last time we talked, I should say. Well, we've, you know, we've fared fairly well compared to some, some parts of the country that have yet uh, really recover to, to a great extent, but we've, we've done fairly well. Since we talked last year, you know, the first couple uh, months of the year were, were a little bit slower, but uh, once we got to the March time period and certainly into the summer, um, you know, a lot of our passenger traffic was um, very close, if not uh, actually the month of July, we actually were higher than July of 2019. Actually, it was a record for the month, but you know, that kind of slowed a little bit as we got into the fall. We were hoping to see some of our business travelers uh, finally uh, change some of their policy and, and get back out on the road. And then, of course, the latest uh, Delta variant uh, started up about then and really kind of put a kibosh on a lot of uh, business travel plans. But uh, the leisure travelers have continued to fly. We had a lot of pheasant hunters uh, come here this year. And, you know, the Thanksgiving holiday uh, period was, was very, very good, very strong for us. I'm curious, too, Dan, with regards to how the flight, the passengers went up in July, where were people going or were people more likely coming here to Sioux Falls? No, we're very much a, what we call an origin um, airport where, by and large, 90% of the people that fly um, originate from this area. So they were going to places, um, um, Florida, um, <laughs> even uh, Arizona in the summertime. I'm not sure why, but um, uh, California was just starting to open up. So you saw some of the uh, amusement parks, things like that, were starting to open up. So, um, or they were, you know, a lot of people were going to destinations that had national parks nearby. So whether it's the Grand Canyon or a lot of a lot of people flying to or driving to, I guess, to Yellowstone. But you know, all across the country, if it was uh, outdoor activity or a place you can go outdoors, those are very popular. But uh, no, we had, and you know, I think, um, you know, we didn't kind of go through those drastic lockdowns and stay at home um, for for months on end. Where maybe that's true in the East Coast, uh, or even West Coast. Um, so we've been a little bit more open about the, the pandemic. And so people are maybe a little bit more comfortable to get out and about um, and not as concerned about it. So, so it was a very, very good summer. We'll still be about 87% below uh, 2019's numbers by the end of the year, but we're expecting 2022. Uh, at least we're planning on it to be a very, uh, very good year. Uh, it remains to be seen you know, what the latest, uh, you know, pandemic-related 
uh, variant might might have on travel. Um, you never know about other security-related security issues that may happen across the country that might impact travel. So, so you never quite know, but we're certainly planning for a good year. You know, our air freight business, uh, while people are doing more and more shopping at home, those products uh, need to be flown across the country. So FedEx and UPS uh, have had a, a banner year. Um, you know, people... Uh, maybe the people don't ship uh, write letters and send letters anymore, but they certainly are ordering again packages that are delivered via the post office. So you know, mail is is up quite a bit as well. So so that side of the business has, has been very good for us, and uh, will continue to be. Absolutely. Now, Dan, correct me if I'm wrong, but the last time we spoke around this time last year, we thought, you know, COVID would almost be behind us, especially since the vaccines came out. And you already mentioned this two new variants. We have the Delta and the Omicron. Now, what's changed for the Sioux Falls Regional Airport or what's remained the same when it comes to those policies? Yeah, I think certainly when we talked last year that we thought, well, the vaccines are uh, they're almost ready. They're going to be being tested. They're going to start rolling out, and then everybody, everyone's going to get their shot, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. He'll get their shot. And um, uh, but that didn't. The vaccine came out, um, and many millions of people have gotten vaccinated, but really not enough to really slow the virus down to where it's not a concern anymore. So that that hasn't happened. So. So to some extent, yes, people can get vaccinated. That has impacted some rules as far as travel goes. But many things have stayed the, change, have stayed the same. So, you know, our cleaning regimens, things like that at the airport to keep everybody safe. Uh, probably the biggest thing, the mask requirement has not changed. So whether you're traveling um, throughout the United States or um, you're entering or exiting an airport or a bus terminal for that matter, you know, you are required to have a mask. And that's probably the biggest challenge for a lot of folks around here is, you know, um, it was one thing when you had to go to Menards or Walmart and wear a mask. You know, Mm -hmm. people were kind of geared up for that. They had one with them. Uh, But now people don't. I mean, they're not used to walking around with a mask in their pocket. And um, now um, uh, you come out to the airport, and guess what? You need to have a mask on. So that's, that's a bit of a challenge to educate people and to make sure that we're compliant with that. But... Uh, masks are still required, and that just uh, the the kind of deadline for that was just extended from January 18th to March 18th, and uh, and, and will likely be extended further. So, um, but changes as far as international travel and what's required, um, both coming to the United States or arriving uh, from the United States, um, those policies and um, are constantly changing. Absolutely. Now, once this pandemic became a reality, you already said it, probably the biggest thing for people right now in airports, especially around here since we're not used to it, is having those masks and being able to wear those masks in the airport. You you see videos all the time nowadays going throughout the internet, whether it's about the mask wearing in the airports, mask wearing in the in the planes and whatnot. Now, I, I don't know if you can speak on this, but have you had any unruly passengers like this? And if you haven't, what's those messages to those passengers that are about to come through the Sioux Falls Regional Airport or any other airport just to give them some peace of mind saying, hey, it's okay to wear a mask, especially if you want to go somewhere this holiday season? 
Yeah, you know, we, we've been fortunate that um, you know, certainly there's constant reminders for folks, right, that you mm-hmm. should have a mask. Um, if you are traveling, uh, most people, though, are fairly aware that that is still a requirement, and certainly as you're checking in either on home or on your phone or even at the airport, I mean, that is made very clear that if you're going to travel today, you have to have a mask on and not just have it up on your chin. You know, you have to properly wear it. And, um, um, you know, we haven't, I mean, there's maybe been a couple flights uh, that come in where, you know, maybe somebody needs to have a little chat with uh, um, as they deplane. But for the most part, we haven't had any uh, major disur- disturbances like you see on board, mm-hmm. um, on board aircraft across the country and the number of incidences with uh, flight crew um, are unfortunately, you know, growing and not, not getting less. And it's just unfortunate. I mean, uh, I don't think anybody truly enjoys wearing a mask, um, but it's something we need to do if we want to have the ability to, to go see grandma or mm-hmm. if you want to go see, go to Disney World, you know, to keep everyone safe that's keep you safe and everyone around you if that's uh, one small step that you can you can take um, to make sure that you can continue to travel about the country you know I think it's it's worth doing but I know it's a uh, it's difficult for a lot of people to to follow that policy if you are just listening, I'm being joined by Dan Lettler. He is the executive director for the Sioux Falls Regional Airport. Now, Dan, what has security been like during COVID? Well, the, the security policies and procedures haven't changed. I mean, that's, uh, that's basically stayed the same. I think um, there's always been a bit of a concern. So as you've seen uh, a drop in uh, travel and the number of passengers through screening checkpoints throughout the country, you know, then that also kind of led to a bit of a reduction in the staff at a lot of those uh, screening checkpoints. Well, now we've seen a resurgence, or resurgence in travel, especially around the holidays. And the concern has kind of been there. It's like, well, you know, is the TSA going to have enough staff to, to handle this mm-hmm. influx of travel that we haven't seen in, in well over a year and a half? And, um, and, and they really answered the call over the holiday, uh, Thanksgiving holiday, where you know, we had, you know, well over two and a half million people, I think, travel on, uh, like, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. And for the most part, I mean, I'm sure in some air- some airports there were, you know, 30-minute waits and things like that. But, you know, that's really not not too bad considering, you know, how they had to, they've had to kind of upshift and mm-hmm. be able to handle some of those pre-COVID um, figures as far as travelers go. So... So they did, they did a great job kind of responding to that. Um, a bit of a concern that, uh, you know, uh, federal employees, um, you know, are required to be vaccinated or subcontractors doing screening have to be vaccinated, uh, that there may be a large group of people that uh, elected not to and, and uh, would leave employment, but um, they, haven't, they haven't really seen that, not to the extent that, that it would cause um, any staffing issues or delays in getting through security. So, so they've kind of managed that potential issue as well. So the, the policies, procedures really haven't changed, um, and, and they should be geared up and, and able to handle the influx of travelers over the Christmas holidays. 
We'll get back to the staffing shortages or any sort of shortages in a minute. But first, let's talk about traveling with kids during this pandemic. Now, last year, even there wasn't even talk about a vaccine for kids yet. And now that there is, has any of those policies changed for children? No, uh, there's no change as far as uh, children traveling. You know, they they are still required to have a mask, which I know is uh, is a huge ask for for parents Mm -hmm. to to have their kids wear a mask, not only just for a short period of time, but throughout the entire trip. I mean, that's a huge challenge for uh, for anybody traveling. Um, But, you know, they're they're required to have a mask. Um, Travel within the United States, the requirement to have a vaccination, um, it's not required and certainly not required for any children to travel. So, So that hasn't come about. If you're traveling internationally, then yes, that would be something that you need to research, that um, many countries throughout the world, if you're um, traveling to Europe or Asia, uh, to even be allowed to travel, you have to be vaccinated. And some require proof of vaccination plus, um, you know, a negative test. So depending where you're going, uh, there, there may be a vaccine requirement. Uh, Same coming to the United States. Um, The United States is requiring vaccinations for any non-U.S. citizens, as well as um, testing requirements, which used to be 36 uh, hours prior. Now they've changed that to 24 hours prior to departure. You need a negative COVID test if you're a uh, non-U.S. citizen, So, so, which makes it more difficult. But as far as children um, traveling, Really no changes other than the masks, and um, uh, it's up to parents to whether they have those uh, kids vaccinated. Going back now to any shortages or any issues that the Sioux Falls Regional Airport has experienced, and how has the airport reacted to any shortages, whether it's fears about security or maybe even within the airline? Um, shortages, um, when it comes to material, certainly early on, um, we were concerned about toilet paper as, 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 as everybody else was, yeah. right? You know, and, and uh, being worried, uh, trying to source uh, different options for toilet paper. Um, fortunately, that's not an issue. Uh, masks early on um, were, again, a bit of a challenge, like any, anywhere else. Um, now, not so much. Um, you know, shortages of, of materials, so as we have different projects, that have taken place, you know, we're working on our remodel project on our concourse, you know, different materials have a longer lead time. Uh, some things that would seem pretty simple and readily available are months down the road, and, and that can hamper the, the progress of construction project projects, and you just have to, it gets done when it gets done, I guess. But, um, you know, other shortages uh, of concern um, going into the winter, of course, natural gas, the cost of natural gas, sure. we heat large spaces. So, you know, having a 100% plus uh, increase in your um, natural gas expenses um, are into the multiple thousands of dollars. It's not a small increase, but, you know, everyone's going to have to uh, adjust to that. The... Um, uh, availability of, you know, aircraft de-icing fluid. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of that was manufactured in Texas that had refineries um, 
facilities uh, that had significant damage last spring with the ice storm. Sure. Um, created a, a shortage or a backlog of supply. And as we go into the winter, um, you know, especially if there's some major ice storms throughout the country or major bliz blizzards impacting many airports, um, you know, the availability of, of getting that product in a timely manner um, is a bit of a concern. We have um, purchased uh, uh, additional tanks and storage capacity to, to have on hand quite a bit more, almost double the amount of fluid uh, on hand than uh, we have in the past just because if it takes uh, uh, you know, a week instead of a couple days to get uh, that product delivered that we'll have uh, enough on hand. So, so there's, it really doesn't, I mean, every day it's something else that seems to be uh, um, a shortage, whether it's related to, you know, transportation or transportation costs or just the availability of materials. Um, that's just uh, something you have to address as it comes up. Absolutely. Now, I know a few months back now, American Airlines, they faced a lot of issues when it came to staffing shortages, weather conditions, and of course, just the pandemic in general. Now, for anyone who is traveling with airlines that are struggling this holiday season, what's some advice you have for them? Well, I mean, anytime you're traveling uh, during these peak holiday periods, um, bring a lot of patience um, and get here early. I mean, a lot of people always kind of especially with families, you tend to kind of push it and, and maybe don't get here as early as you should. But, you know, we always encourage people to get here at the airport at least, um, you know, 90 minutes ahead of time. Uh, and over the holidays, it would be better if you were here even earlier um, just, just to try to take uh, some of that stress away. Um, you know, American Airlines in particular, yes, they've struggled um, but they have reduced their flight schedule quite a bit, um, pulled some flying down to, to make sure that they do have, um, you know, enough flight crew, pilots, flight attendants, uh, ground handlers to, to handle the, the flight schedule that they have posted. Uh, I don't think that was the case um, this summer or this fall even. I think they're going to be in a lot better uh, shape um, over the holiday periods. They, they did fairly well. Uh, for the most part, over the Thanksgiving holiday period. Um, you know, but weather is one of those things you really can't control this yeah. time of year, whether it's, uh, you know, ice storms in the south or the northeast or uh, blizzards in the, in the Midwest. Um, you know, that you really can't um, plan for those things. But, you know, we, everybody does try to operate through those as much as they can. Um, but if you haven't, um, you know, purchased your ticket yet, you know, I always encourage people to have, if you're making a connection through a hub like Chicago or Atlanta, you know, try to make sure you have at least 90 minutes, uh, two hours in that connection time so that if you do leave your origin city a little bit late for de-icing or whatever the case might be, that you still have, you know, plenty of time to connect in that uh, hub city to get to your next flight that you're not you know, trying to make a 40-minute connection and you're, you've arrived a half hour late. You know. So, you know, if you haven't made those plans, you know, try to make sure you have. Uh, many of our travelers are going to take advantage of, you know, Allegiant and Frontier, um, a lot of their nonstop service. So it's less of a concern about connecting, um, connecting flights, but uh, we still encourage people to get here, 
you know, plenty early. If you are just listening, I'm being joined by the executive director for the Sioux Falls Regional Airport, Dan Lettler. Now, Dan, I'm, I'm sick and tired of talking about COVID. Let, let's move on to, to something else. Now, the holidays are here and people are probably trying to do whatever they can to travel this holiday season. Now, typically, how many people fly for the holidays just in Sioux Falls alone? Well, you know, we'll average... Um well, even be, you know, a couple of days before Christmas, but especially from like uh, the day after Christmas through uh, after New Year's, it's really one of the peak travel times of the year. And people certainly want to get to someplace warm, but they also want to take that holiday Christmas break uh, vacation. So we'll have um, anywhere from 1,800 to 2,000 people a day. Mm. You know, just those are just departing passengers. So you can assume you maybe have as many people flying in you know, there's you know three or four thousand people here uh, traveling uh, every day uh, in, in and out of the Sioux Falls Regional Airport. But uh, those are very busy uh, travel times. Um, you know, this year, um, and maybe talk about it in a second. But you know, we have more seats available this December than we have in many years, uh, and that's primarily driven by you know Allegiant and all the additional mm-hmm. flying and additional destinations that they have scheduled. Um, especially over the holiday period. So, you know, those numbers certainly could be higher into the, you know, 2,200 people a day flying out of Sioux Falls. So um, we really are praying for uh, nice weather Mm -hmm. during that uh, stretch of time just so people can enjoy the time, get someplace warm, and, and have a good Christmas break. Oh, absolutely. And let's talk about those new flight options for Sioux Falls Flyers. That That's always exciting. What are some of those new flights that are direct? Yeah, again, uh, Allegiant's kind of leading the charge here. They um, uh, just uh, a couple weeks ago, they started new service to Austin, Texas, as well as uh, Orange County, California, so right next door to Mickey and Minnie's house. So you have a very convenient uh, trip <laughs> to uh, Disneyland. But um, And they've been um, very well received. Um, they've had, uh, they're only a couple flights a week, but they're, you know, larger Airbus aircraft and hold quite a few people, and uh, a lot of people have taken advantage of it already. Uh, on the 15th, they will add a flight to uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and then resume service to uh, Punta Gorda. And this is in addition to service that they always typically have, Las Vegas, and mm-hmm. uh, they go to Orlando, um, uh, Phoenix. And it just always amazes me how many people every day um, are in the winter months are going to Arizona. Um, Allegiant's going to ha- have, um, on many days, two flights a day to Phoenix Mesa and add to what American has, the Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport. There's um, up to 500 seats every day to um, Phoenix, and, and that's pretty much uh, from mid-December all the way through March. Just so many uh, people, and, and, and Allegiant wouldn't have those flights if people aren't <clears throat> taking advantage of them and filling up the plane. So, um, you know, those, we have a lot of people with uh, friends, family, or their own uh, uh, condos, apartments, uh, uh, homes down there that they're taking advantage of during the winter months. Oh, absolutely. You can find me out in Disneyland like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Seriously. So what are some important tips to remember when Sioux Falls people are traveling this holiday season? Um, you know, again, um, get here early. Um, you know, try to be as patient as you can through the process. Um, you know, people are struggling with staffing, and, 
it's it's difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, and people to hire enough staff. So the airlines uh, they they struggle with having an adequate amount of staff. Uh, if there's a uh, delayed or canceled flight they're dealing with, along with your flight, they may not um, be as quick to respond to, to checking people in as they normally would. So just be patient. Get there early so you can you can take into account um, some of those irregular uh, operations that might occur. Um, presents. If you're bringing presents, uh, don't wrap those presents. If you're especially if you're taking them through the checkpoint, mm -hmm. just in case uh, for some reason they need to. You know, inspect that uh, fruit cake or whatever you're trying to, to bring <laughs> along, and um, um, you know any liquids. Again, um, if you're bringing any alcoholic beverages, uh, the maximum is still you know three and a half ounces. So people you're typically not allowed to bring any alcoholic beverages through the checkpoint. Um, you can put it in check luggage, but obviously you want to have it in a pretty sturdy um, box or container uh, so it doesn't break if it's in your check luggage, but for the most part, if you're thinking about a beverage, um, you know, wait till you get to your destination and, and purchase it there. Absolutely. What about new pots and pans? <laughs> what do you have to say about that uh, for Christmas pots and gifts? Pans, uh, put that in the check luggage. Yep. Put that in the check luggage. Yeah. All right, perfect. If you are just listening, Dan Letlier, he is the executive director for the Sioux Falls Regional Airport. And Dan, any other flying tips or anything else going on that's new with the Sioux Falls Regional Airport? Yeah, I know we continue to, to make improvements. We're on a project right now to kind of refresh um, you know, our concourse gate area. So uh, we're in the midst of, of that. You know, there's new carpeting, new wall covers, new uh, ticket podiums at the gates. Um, we're adding a family restroom on the concourse. So, you know, in the past, if you were traveling with a, uh, if you're a single parent and had a, uh, you're a dad traveling with your young daughter, well, that's, Kind of difficult. You really maybe don't want to send them into the bathroom by themselves sure. or use your bathroom. So you know we'll have a family restroom for for those type of situations. Or if you're traveling with an adult that needs um, extra assistance, you know you'll have the, the ability to do that in uh, this new family restroom. Um, working with our you know food concessionaire, uh, we're we're going to update uh, and expand our restaurant up here on the concourse, so there'll be uh, uh, new interior finishes, uh, more booths, more seating. Uh, they're adding kind of a craft beer bar section. Ooh. Um, they're adding a deli on the end of the concourse for grab-and-go items and coffee for those early morning uh, travelers that need a little cup of coffee before they go. And, um, and also they're introducing uh, Cinnabon um, to the airport. So, uh, you know, they have another, another food option. Um, to take advantage of, and I'm sure people love the, the smell of cinnamon. Uh, cinnamon. I'm not sure that we will after about three months of uh, cinnamon, but uh, I know it's a very popular item for a lot of travelers, and, and we'll have that coming to, to Sioux Falls. And, you know, we're looking at, uh, we're really in the final uh, design stages for um, a new parking garage. So uh, we hope to, in the next couple of years, be well into construction of a new four-level uh, parking structure right in front of the building that uh, for people that are traveling, especially in the wintertime, um, that come back from their week and a half in Hawaii and worried about how much snow and ice their car is covered under, um, they won't have to worry about it at all. It'll be uh, in a nice closed environment. So, so that's uh, coming too down the road here. 
lots of exciting things happening for the Sioux Falls Regional Airport. I'm sure it will reach above 40,000 feet. Dan Lentlier with the Sioux Falls Regional Airport. If anybody has any other questions in regards to the airport, what's going on, any COVID-19 policies, or maybe even just flight information, where can they go, Dan? Yeah, they can, they can go to our website, um, sfairport.com, and uh, a lot of that information is there. Um, flight information, airlines, uh, information about airlines, uh, their websites and addresses, um, information about parking, the amount of um, uh, available spaces in e each lot, um, all of that will be available on our website. All right, awesome. Once again, Dan Letlier, he is the executive director of the Sioux Falls Regional Airport, and thanks for joining us this morning, Dan. Sure, appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, and we'll be back. Good doesn't happen by accident. To make a real difference in people's lives, it takes a dedicated community. It takes a team like the Sioux Empire United Way. When you give to the United Way, you're sharing the good and changing lives for one out of every three people in the Sioux Empire. You're providing books for kids, meals for seniors, and second chances for people in crisis. We're better when we're united. See the good your donation does at seuw.org. I'm Christine Manica, and you've been listening to Sunday Focus. I'd like to thank the Executive Director for the Sioux Falls Regional Airport, Dan Lentlier, for joining the program today. Once again, if you have any questions about your flight this coming holiday season, always check your flight carrier. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.